Welcome to Do Your Thing. In this podcast, I speak to fabulous people about their passions and side hustles. Each week, we discover how they got started, why they love what they do, and share some tips and tricks for anyone hoping to do their thing in the world. Hello everyone and welcome back to Do Your Thing. In today's episode, I'm speaking to Tasha B, a community artist based in Bristol. With a background in graphic design and illustration, Tasha works across many mediums and enjoys using art and creativity to empower herself and others. She started her small business Potheads Pottery in 2018 and enjoys encouraging people of all ages, abilities and backgrounds to get their hands dirty and have a play with some clay. I hope you all enjoy! Tasha how has your week been um yeah my week has been it's been all right it's been very busy actually um I'm kind of looking forward to this week coming (laughs) slowing down a little bit um because I've been really busy sort of getting um my postal packages out um and it's been a completely new uh venture for me so I've been sort of it's been a bit crazy. I've kind of spent a lot of time sat on my floor surrounded by boxes. Um, (laughs) And um, yeah, just sort of getting used to doing postal orders and processing those and everything. Um, But it's yeah, it's really exciting. It's sort of a lot of people have now got their packages. And yeah, I managed to run my first sort of live workshop on Sunday, which was really exciting. Oh, that's amazing. And yeah, it's really good to hear that you've been so busy, despite like the difficult times. Mm-hmm. and so like to explain a bit about like your packages like for people that don't know um what have you been doing yeah so should I explain a little bit about potheads and what that is yeah go um, for it so I the potheads is um a sort of <laughs> it's a movement <laughs> it's um something that I sort of dreamed up a couple of years ago and the potheads are basically um plant pot characters uh, that people create during workshops that I run. So I've been running these workshops for sort of probably best part of a year. Um, and yeah, it's just been a really fun opportunity for people to come and um, have a play with some clay. Um, I really want to make clay like accessible to all kinds of people because um, I just think it's a really fun material and you don't have to take it too seriously. Yeah, um, it's such a lovely so, idea. Yeah. I love like I fell in love with clay and then I was like well actually you don't have to be an artist to enjoy this like anyone could can enjoy it um and it's really therapeutic um but yeah the packages basically are sort of my way of responding to this sort of um pandemic really and um trying to find a way where I can still um get people engaging with their creativity um so normally the workshops that I run um are kind of a way of bringing people from the community together um and there's about 15 people in a group and it's really nice way for people to meet each other and kind of interact um so by sending out the packages um what I'm hoping is that people can still do that over live workshops um as well as 
obviously just doing it with their families in their homes if they want to um but yeah in the pack is basically like everything that you would need <laughs> to create your pothead yeah oh it's such a lovely idea and I think like everyone right now wants something to keep them entertained and it's fun like something you can do as a family by yourself or with kids like um and as you said like with pottery um, and that material you don't have to be an artist you can just like get involved and Mm, yeah I think there's this kind of like because a lot of pottery is really really technical um and there is real skill involved like with throwing on the wheel and things like that and I don't actually do any of that (laughs) um but yeah it can just be this really like safe material I think because you don't it's like sometimes with drawing you feel like you don't feel free because you know that if you go wrong then you have to start again whereas like with pottery it's like you can add bits to it then you can take it off if you don't like it you can draw things into it you can rub it away it's just a really safe material to play with I remember when I first met you actually (laughs) like this year I think it was New Year's Eve Um, (laughs) and it's so bizarre I think we were just waiting for the yeah, toilet. Yeah, the toilet that was like half an <laughs> <Yeah>. hour long. <laughs> so it's like, well, might as well network in this queue. Oh, yeah, no, that's amazing. <laughs> so I was really interested when I heard this idea and we connected. And so how did you like, where did the business idea come from? And how did you discover you loved um, pottery as well? Um, it kind of like, it's funny because it didn't really start as a business idea. Um, it kind of just grew really really like organically um so I'm an artist that like works with lots and lots of different materials um and I kind of have a background in arts and health so I worked with the NHS for a little while um on a mental health project and um before that I was working for the Brandon Trust um so they're a charity that support individuals with um, learning disabilities and autism Um, So I was working with them in one of their centres, which is also like a pottery studio. Um, And I wasn't really doing any pottery there. I was sort of running art groups, but I ended up using clay a lot um, in those groups because it's so tactile um, and it's so versatile. Um, And that's kind of where this idea came from. I kind of developed this really simple way of creating a pot. and then I kind of wanted to share it with all my friends. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, yeah, so I started sort of showing my friends um, and making lots of pots myself. Um, and, yeah, it kind of just kept growing from there. And then I think it was my friend Grace who um, she does some work with paper arts. Um, so they're kind of like a youth arts. Um, they're a CIC, so a community interest company. And they were doing... Um, a course with the Prince's Trust so they asked me to come along come along and run a workshop for them there Um, so I was like yeah why not (laughs) and then sort of realized how how well it worked as a workshop and the sort of how I don't know I was just amazed like everyone got so into it um, and made these amazing pots that are all completely different Um, and yeah it's kind of just grown from there really Oh wow, amazing. So do you think like it's really important for yeah, everyone to access like arts and crafts and get creative? Yeah, 100%. I think it's not. So I think there's like different groups that come to my workshops. Um and that's what I really love about Potheads as well actually is it's it is accessible to 
everyone like kids can enjoy it a lot of people that come are people that they've sort of heard about it and they've never done any pottery before or they're like oh I'm not creative I'm not crafty um they just wanted to kind of like have a go at this thing um and I think when they come away they've sort of realized well actually no like I am there is a part of me that's creative um and I can tap into that um so yeah I really love it for that and I do think it's really important I think for our well-being just being able to Mm. tap into that like creativity and also like silliness (laughs) Yeah, like we get so used like when we get older, just like sometimes a bit serious and you know, sometimes it's good to just have fun, like and be silly with um art. Don't have to be like Picasso. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so how long have you been doing this for? Um, I probably started it like a couple of years well, maybe even three years ago now when it actually sort of started. But um for the last year I've been doing it properly. Um, and I've been doing it as my full-time job since sort of like November time. Oh my gosh. Um, which is really funny because I can tell people that I'm a full-time pothead. So <laughs> 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 um, yeah, in times like this, obviously that is a little bit scary. Um, but yeah, being self-employed. But um, yeah, I'm, I feel really fortunate to have my own business. Oh, that's amazing. I remember when I, well, I went full-time self-employed about a year ago. Um, And yeah, it was a really fun experience. I was doing wedding videos. um, And I still do that now. um, But I've struggled with the tax and everything. Yeah, yeah. That Um, whole cycle that you just don't even think about, do you? (laughs) Yeah, you're like, yeah, this is going to be like so fun. And it's like, oh, 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 hold on a minute. (laughs) It takes up so much of your time. I know. I find myself sitting there doing like admin like this week has been a lot of admin because obviously I've just created this new product and I'm still trying to figure out how to like record everyone's orders, like make sure that people are getting emails at the right time. It's basically just admin and I'm just like, I just want to make pots. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is amazing though. Um, But yeah, I'm back in full-time work now, but I'm hoping again, you know, I'll be able to do it, but you learn as you go, don't you? And if I did it again, I would have just um, learnt from my previous mistakes. Yeah, exactly. It's all learning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So how did you um, make the transition then? Um, Well, I was working, yeah, I was working for um, the NHS um, on a sort of time-limited project. So when the funding ran out, sadly, um, I kind of sort of lost my job. (laughs) Um, And then I was like, well, I could either like sort of try and and that job was like three days a week. So it was allowing me to do like my other freelancing bits around it. So I didn't really want to like go into a full time job. Um, And Mm -hmm. Potheads was kind of taking off and like I was making more money out of it. So I just sort of decided to go for it. Um, Yeah, just take the lead. Yeah. And it has been working like up until now, which is really amazing. Oh, amazing. Well, it looks like you're smashing it. So <laughs> yeah, it's great to see. So what like, what did you want to be when you were younger? Like, was it something creative? Or When I was really young, I wanted to be a vet. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I just love animals. And I was like, I want to be a vet. Um, but I think that kind of passed pretty quickly when I realised like, that I had to study loads and like, <laughs> um, yeah. Like I've always been into art like I've always been drawing and painting and 
just generally creating um and yeah then I went ahead and studied art um I started doing A-levels actually and I was kind of like I remember feeling really conflicted I think I find it hard to split my brain between different things so I'd be doing like Mm. English and I can't remember what I was doing English and something else and then I was doing like art and design at A-levels and I think I just realized like all I wanted to do was art so I actually ended up dropping out (laughs) not doing my A-levels and then I went to do my art foundation which were actually probably like the best like two years of my life really I loved it so much um getting to experiment with all sorts of different things yeah so what what was that course like um yeah it was great it was at Brighton um City College because that's where I'm from um oh I love Brighton yeah it's lovely by the sea yeah. <laughs> um Don't yeah it was great. <laughs> yeah I know oh apart from apparently the beaches are completely empty which is good oh. but yeah strange must be really strange <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it was a great course. Like, it was just really explorative. Like we had some really great tutors and um, just got to like try out loads of different sort of art making methods, um, which I think probably is why I'm so like curious about art now. Like I'm really interested in process. Like I just love learning new art processes and um, and sharing them with other people as well. Did you have to study anything else to like start up um, potheads or is it like all self-taught? It's pretty much all self-taught. I think like the fact that I have a lot of experience in supporting different groups um, has helped. Um, So like when I was running like an art project for mental health um, and I spent like a year or so working with people with learning disabilities so I'm kind of used to running groups and um and sort of being aware of the different support that people might need and creating a safe space um and then I think also the fact that I studied graphic design um that's really helped me because it's meant that I can do all my branding and like make it all consistent and like sort of make it look professional um yeah that's so amazing like so lucky that you have graphic design skills yeah. like luckily like my boyfriend's a graphic designer okay that's really um, handy. But, <laughs> yeah but no like I feel mm. so bad for him because with my logo I literally was going on and on and on yeah. and, like I was like one of the worst ever like clients <laughs> <you know? laughs> like the nightmare yeah <laughs> it's, I mean it's that's yeah. the thing you've got to um like you've got to adjust it and change it haven't you as you go along like because your business will grow and it will change and so yeah like I do feel really lucky that I've got those skills even though like after I graduated I worked as a designer for a while and I was like why did I do that I don't want to be a graphic designer like, <laughs> do you know what I mean but now I'm like okay I can see how those skills are really useful um in other ways yeah do you think like branding's really important I mean I've when I went on your website it looks really slick and really professional and you can clearly like see your brand identity there oh thank you um I think it is quite important but I'd also say like to people not to get too caught up in it if it's something that they can't do straight away I'd say just stick Mm. to like the really simple things like just choose like two or three colors that are going to be your colors and make sure they're the same like choose a really clear font and make sure you use the same font um and yeah just try and have good images that show what you're doing um there's so many platforms out there now that make it so easy to sort of 
create something that looks very professional like there's online platforms like um I don't know if you've heard of Canva oh I love Canva it's like a lifesaver yeah so it's so good so people can use a lot of people don't know about those tools but actually like if you want to create something like a Facebook banner or something and you don't you know you're not a graphic designer then you can there are ways of getting around it and still create something that looks professional um so yeah I'd say it's important but it's also important not to get too caught up in it and let it stop you from doing what you want to do yeah I think that's like great advice Mm. like I had no idea like how to make a website and then I was able to like download a really good template Mm. and just like build it up from there Mm. um otherwise yeah I don't know yeah I mean there's (laughs) so many there's so many of those sort of tools around now which is amazing like um yeah it's good that we've got access to all of those things (laughs) yeah like it's also like about um the money as well like if you're just starting up and you can't afford to do certain things like just starting where you can really yeah exactly yeah so do you have any tips for people that are trying to start their own small business Mm, yeah I was gonna say like what you sort of echoing what you just said um starting where you can um I'd say like if you've got an idea and you you know you're really passionate about it um don't let it put you off like this idea of because you look at other businesses and it looks like they've got it all together and they've got it all sorted um but you've got to remember that like they started somewhere and it's okay to like start where you're at um and test your idea like it depends obviously what your product is but if you can sort of like get as much feedback as you can from the people around you um and yeah just start off with where you're at and like remember that it's okay for things to change and grow and develop um and I think when you're a new business like you've actually got an advantage in a way because you can if you're transparent about that people like that and people want to watch your journey and they want to watch your business grow so it's like don't feel like you have to like start with this like super shiny all singing all dancing version of your business I think starting where you're at and then sort of growing with the kind of feedback that you get is the best thing that you can do yeah I totally agree I think like as well with um, Instagram and things people can sometimes compare their business to others and think oh my gosh like but yeah, you don't know what's so happening to do that. yeah so like even it, like it's the same as in real life isn't it like Instagram's so bad for that you kind of look at other people's Instagrams and you're just like oh like I don't go on a holiday every week yeah. and... <laughs> but like it is it's a platform and it's like people are you know using it in a certain way and they're presenting things in a certain way and like yeah you've got to remember that that it's behind the scenes they're probably the same as you like sat in their pajamas on their laptop like (laughs) (laughs) exactly um as well with like potheads I saw you are making like a van workshop oh my gosh yes (laughs) so can you tell me a bit more about this like I've been seeing behind the scenes actually this is something that I would really really encourage um people to do as well because it's an opportunity which um is out there so I did a crowdfunder um and I did it with the support of NatWest who are running a scheme called Back Her Business yes yes yeah if you're a woman and you've got a new business idea so you're a startup um then basically they will support you through your crowdfunder um and I'm not sure exactly how it works this year because I think it's slightly different the way the money is allocated but um they basically pledged half of my crowdfunder oh wow so um 
yeah and it, and they gave me loads of support as well and it was just a really amazing like it kind of gave me the kick up the bum to do it because <laughs> um, I'd had this idea for ages and then I was like a bit funny about like doing a crowdfunder um, and then I saw this back her business thing and I was like well okay so I basically just need to earn earn <laughs> fund half of this money um, and then they will put in the other half and that's really amazing um, it helps as well because you can say to everyone who donates that basically what they're donating is being doubled um, it's being matched by the bank um, but yeah so basically that's enabled me to start my potter, portable pottery studio I don't know why everything I choose has to be such a tongue twister <laughs> <laughs> I've got like postal pottery package and portable pottery studio <laughs> um but yeah so basically the idea is like at the moment it's just a big old white van sat outside um <laughs> that I've started converting slowly but it's probably gonna have to be on hold for a little bit now mm. um but yeah the idea is that I can take it anywhere um and get my workshops out to sort of more isolated communities wow like that's so important yeah yeah so not people that can't always make it into the city um it's going to have everything like inside uh, that we need for the workshop it's going to have a small space for like small workshops like four people um and then the rest is going to be sort of like a tent that comes out the side oh right um, so that I can have like can take it to festivals and stuff like that as well perfect (laughs) crazy (laughs) how have you been finding it so far like I've seen you've got is it installation now yeah I've been loving it actually because I really love a hands-on project and like I've been learning so much so there's so many I'm finally getting to the point now where I can like the aesthetic stuff is happening because for ages it was all like pulling it because it was an old work van um which I don't think it'd been cleaned for its entire life. <laughs> oh <laughs> so gosh, a lot of sorting of out. Yeah, so I had to like rip everything out of it um, and like give it a good clean. And then um, I've yeah insulated all around the outside, all the walls on the inside. Um, and then I've started, yeah, I've got all the cladding up now. So it's all like nice. It looks kind of like a sauna. Oh, very <laughs> inside. nice. It's all wood inside um yeah so the next bit for me now is like starting to build the furniture um but I think yeah I'm gonna have to take a pause because I don't really have a space to work on it for the time being um yeah yeah oh that when that's done it's gonna look so amazing and we'll definitely add like another side of your business which will be like so great and yeah yeah I'm really excited yeah more people can make potheads which is (laughs) great (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like what's next like do you have anything coming up obviously right now things are on hold but do you have any ideas going forward um I'm kind of working at the moment on with the packages um I'm trying to work out a way of doing a donation scheme so that I can get packages out to sort of like vulnerable families um because obviously it's great that they're going out to people who are able to buy them um but I know that the scrap store um, are doing a scheme where they're sending their scrap bags out to some families via some charities. So I'm kind of hoping that I can start doing that soon. Um, and then, yeah, just like full speed ahead with the van once I can keep, like keep working on it again. Yeah. And then it's a shame because I did sort of have some festivals and things kind of lined up for this summer. But um, 
oh yeah I don't think that's gonna be happening <laughs> <laughs> where did you plan but, to go like I mean obviously my um, camp, my festivals are down the pan I mean yeah. some people are considering boomtown but we'll see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think yeah I think it's not going to be sensible um for them to run but I know a lot of festivals are still hoping to run aren't they yeah um I've got yeah there's some in September that might that they're still I think they're still thinking that they're going to run but I mean I think just take every day as it comes at the moment exactly um, that's what you can do yeah but maybe I'll be able to run a few smaller events which might be nice like um I could just set the van up like in some kind of nice outdoor space that might be cool um yeah we'll just have to see yeah like how do you go about getting spaces then for your workshops mm, so I I'm lucky enough to have a studio at the moment where I had been running workshops because um, it's a big warehouse space. So um, it's called Unit 8 in St. Werbergs. And it's a really lovely space. And there's lots of amazing creatives that sort of have studios there. Um, the main space is used um, to make sort of like signs and decor for nightclubs and things um, in the main warehouse. So I was running my workshops like in that space. But that kind of started to get a bit difficult um, just in terms of changing the space around. Because obviously it's a different setup to run a workshop than it is to be like making signage and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I started running them in different places around the city, which is really cool. Um, I started doing potheads at the pub, which is great. (laughs) That's actually a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually so much fun. Like um, the local pub to me here um the coronation because I live in Bedminster um yeah he kind of my um uh, my friend Ben who runs the pub he kind of suggested it at first he was like well why don't you do it at the pub and then I was like actually that's a brilliant idea <laughs> um yeah people can have a pine and like make some pots and yeah it's been a really nice like local community sort of thing um so yeah once all of this is kind of blown over I'd like to um sort of yeah run some more of those community ones like maybe in different pubs around the city I'd like to do that oh that's Um, lovely yeah like get the community together like I think it's really nice that through um, making pottery with your company like yeah the community gets together and it's really nice yeah yeah I love it I think that's like the favorite my favorite type of workshop is the community ones because I also do like private bookings oh okay Um, and they are a lot of fun because obviously everyone knows each other and they're like really excited to be doing it um but I just yeah I really love watching like bringing groups of people together that wouldn't normally come together yeah that's lovely yeah exactly like all walks of life yeah so (laughs) for anyone that doesn't know you're currently based in Bristol um but do you have plans to eventually like expand more in the UK like have um different workshops run by different people or do you prefer like keeping it in Bristol kind of thing yeah, this is a really interesting question because I've it's something I've been thinking about for a little while. Because um, I guess with the portable studio, I'd like to be able to take it further, um, but I'm obviously still going to be limited in terms of like running regular sessions. Mm. Um, it was something that I I have been thinking about it. Somebody approached me recently asking if I'd like to franchise. Oh um, wow, That's, which is yeah. po- like potential, like because I think there is potential for that. Um, at the moment, I think it needs to be just me doing it because um, I'm still kind of developing it as an idea. 
but yeah it would be amazing if it could reach a point where um there were people in different cities running the workshops <laughs> well you never know in the future guys you might yeah. have a pothead <laughs> workshop near you <laughs> yeah um but for now so if people want to book they just like go through your website then yeah so my website at the moment is peacefulpots.co.uk um and there's all the information on there um or you could drop me an email um it's potheads at tasha b so t-a-s-h-a-b-e-e dot com um and yeah i'm happy to answer any questions um i'm yeah i do travel for private bookings i'm happy to travel um obviously just need to cover my travel costs um but yeah i've been doing workshops in i've been doing quite a few in wales strangely enough oh right (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is cool yeah well yeah thank you tasha um thank you so much for coming on the podcast and everyone um if you want to book the potheads pottery class or workshop get in touch with her they are amazing and yeah really fun simple and easy to do oh thank you so much really nice to chat to you last question is what would you say to other people who are trying to do their thing I would say like if you've got if you've got the fire in your belly then go for it (laughs) yeah Um, I think you know like you know if you've got a good idea like your intuition is telling you if you've got a good idea and um I think yeah the the biggest thing is believing in yourself really it sounds cheesy isn't it but I think if you believe in your idea then other people like it's contagious and other people will feel that too um and don't be afraid of like there's there isn't really like a worst case scenario like the worst case is that it doesn't really work and you just go back to the drawing board and sort of tweak it and change it um but you wouldn't know if you haven't tried so I think if you've got an idea that you think's is worth pursuing then go for it (laughs) Ah, amazing thanks so much for that advice and yeah thanks so much for coming on the episode and I hope the rest of your packages goes well and yeah good luck with it yeah thank you so much thanks so much for having me and uh, yeah I hope your packages arrive soon and that your family have lots of fun (laughs) yeah I'll have to get them to take some photos yeah for sure I'd love to see (laughs) yeah thank you Amazing. Thank you.